I love that sound. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all locked in with Panther Politics Podcast, numero dos, sidebars. And I'm your host, Seven the Panther, a.k.a. the Carolina Hurricane Ridiculous Slang, a.k.a. your baby mama's favorite rapper, a.k.a. a bunch of other shit you better not call me to my face. And today, I'm so thankful to my homegirl, MJ. I want to give her a shout real quick because she always seems to find a hidden gem to see me that I didn't know existed that I needed to talk to. So, <laughs> and today is one of those opportunities. We got my man, M. Doc Diego in the building. How you living, man? You just appreciate the opportunity. You know, thanks for all inviting me on to the show. And uh, salute MJS for putting this together. Oh, no problem at all, man. Hey, I, whenever I hear something dope, the first thing I ask is, I wonder if I can get an interview with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right. actually this worked out perfect because she brought you to me. So that was, that, that actually worked out beautiful. Now you do have a brand new project out. Right. Uh, you have a brand new project out. It dropped uh, like the eighth, I think, June eighth, somewhere around there. Yeah, about uh, like almost close to three weeks from now. Okay, Universal Tones three. Now, mind you, as I said, I just got turned on to you, so I didn't get an opportunity to peep one or two yet. But I did listen to Universal Tones three. So just tell us a little bit about. Well, first of all, some of our listeners may not be familiar with you either. So give them some background about where you're from and what kind of got you into music in the first place. Um, I was I was born in uh, Rochester, New York. I grew up in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, but I always had you know family up here in upstate New York. So I moved back up here. I say in my early twenties, and uh, I just been doing music off and on, and just started taking it serious around 2017. And I say during 2020, the height of pandemic, um, Beach in Italy, he reached out. That's when we started Universal Times One, and we came back with Universal Times Two, and during that, you know, these recent years, a lot of producers and MCs has been hitting me up and I've just been building my brand and getting on more platforms and blogs and you know, radio and podcasts. So it's definitely a good thing going and uh, just getting my name out there and making sure everybody know M. Diego. That's dope. Okay, now see, it's funny because we got a very similar, very similar story. I'm originally from Long Island. I moved to North Carolina. Then I moved out here to Washington. So, you know, um, there's a um, there's there's something to be said about the pipeline between New York and North Carolina as far as oh, music, yeah. just okay. living. Family, you know, I got family members, especially back in the day that I was born in North Carolina and I got family members that was born in New York. So it's always been, you know, fam a family tree, you could say, connected from the, sort, the, north, the north and the south, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's say, let's get into. Now you said Chapel Hill. I used to live in Raleigh, so all of that is very familiar to me. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know, like if if you in Raleigh or Durham or Chapel Hill, you know, I've been to the other places. Plus, you know, I've been in South Carolina as well as Virginia and whatnot, just traveling, you know, family vacations and whatnot like that growing up. So I've been throughout the South for sure. Oh, that's what's up, man. All right, what's up? Let's let's dive into the album a little bit now. That the thousand words joint. Now, mind you, there is an intro, but the thousand words joint to me is a perfect first song after the intro. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, just uh, if you can, give me a little insight into what what your thought process was going into the project, because it appears that you and Manzu Beats got a, a perfect chemistry with each other. Like his beats fit you oh, yeah. 
great. <laughs> so, like, what was the thought process going into the project? I know most people want to make the best, the best shit on the block, but I mean, like, this was working the the first couple times. Plus, uh, shout out to Katona P. He's from the Bronx originally, but he lived here in Rochester as well. And um, okay. we did we did Three Kings. That was a collab project. My first like official collab project with another MC and Manzu produced the whole joint. So basically, like me and Manzu, we done did now four projects together, and we started Universal Tones Three after we finished Three Kings Two. Because later on, I say. In September, October time, we're gonna drop three things too. But um, basically, after finishing up, wrapping up that project, I knew I was ready to do Universal Times Three, and he sent me a beat back. And usually, he send like thirty to a minute snippet of the beat, and then I pick whatever beats I want to use, and then he'll stretch the beat out. And then once I write and record to it, he'll go back again and just you know make the beat better, like add certain sound effects or take the drum out, you know, at a certain point in my verse and whatnot. So you're always doing stuff, you know, just to make the sound better as well as mixing and mastering. And um, definitely with Universal Times 3, we just raised that, you know, up just another level and reaching out, you know, to my bro, Katana P on this one. We got Bless Picasso from Virginia, um, Napoleon, the legend who's well known in France and around the world and Mav or the Cloth, he's very well known as well. Um, Indigo Phoenix and Golden, two, two dope female MCs, and you know, got cuts by Cut Supreme and my pop G Nice. He did some cuts on there as well. So, uh, we definitely felt like we had a strong project, and you know, it's been doing really well so far. Oh, that's wild. Yo, you got a, ma a massive uh, conglomeration of individuals involved in this process, and that's dope. I mean, that realistically speaking, a lot of people would like to say, Oh, I did it myself. Da -da -da -da. But the fact that you give other people props for what they did in, in your process is amazing. Yeah, like, absolutely. All right, so I mean, like, do you have a uh, a favorite song on this project? One that one that after you got done with it, you was just like, that's the one right there. Um, I definitely like uh, "Let's Take a Walk" with the Tony P and Bless Picasso. Um, "Do Our Thing" with uh, Indigo Phoenix and Golden. Um, definitely um, get used to it with Napoleon and Legend. Like, after I heard that one, I knew I had to put somebody dope on there. And then I sent it to Napoleon and he sent it back the next day. And you could just tell it was a banger. That's, you know, how he attacked the beat. And um, it's definitely been making his rounds. You know, a lot of people have been supporting me as far as DJs and blogs, as well as just checking, you know, I check my stats as far as streaming and band camp or whatever. So, you know, people are definitely supporting, you know, the project as well as everybody. Every track so far, people have said, you know, this is my favorite track or that's my favorite track. So that's how I know this project is really, you know, standing that test of time. Yes, timeless music should always be the goal, always be the goal, most definitely. So what's your what's your process like when making a record? Because I know everybody does it a little different. Um, generally, I like to have a, you know, well, nowadays, I like to have a beat first and then write. But back in the day and I was when I was coming up, I was just write for no reason at all. So, like, is the process different for you now? Or has your process evolved since you started making music and really taking it serious? How much has it evolved from that point? Um, like, like you said before, like, originally, like, just growing up, I always had notebooks and I was always writing. But once I really started creating music, like um, like one thing my dad pointed out a while back is like, I really write to the beat. I mean, how the beat start off, 
you know, if it's starting with this sample, if it's starting with whatever piano keys and then the drums come in. So I really take my time and just write to the beats that I get, as well as producers that hit me up and want to do a collab project or somebody want to do a single where I work on my own music. But I definitely just write to the beat now. And I always try to come up with a concept for the song, or if I do a project, I come up with a concept for a project like um, Skinny Bones, the Godfather, he's from the Netherlands. We got the Godfather and the Don, because I'm M. Diego. Dot stands for Don in Composition. So, you know, I always try to do concepts like that. Like uh, me and my dad, it's nice. You know, our first project was Bobby and Hugo. It was dedicated to the Black Panthers. And we made that in seven days. And it's like no cussing and it's straight conscious, but catchy, you know, boom bap type hip hop. So I always try to do concept projects and as well as just try different stuff, not be afraid to try different types of beats or slow beats or fast beats or whatever it gets from heaven. But um, I'm always just writing. I just love to write. That's just one of my passions. I can dig it. Now, that's, now, you're one of the few people that I've listened to to that. Like most people, when I listen to, I can tell who their influences were as far as MCing goes. Which you was right. a little hard to tell. So, I mean, I'm, so of course, that leads me to the next question. Who were, when you were first, Ramen, even now, who stands as your influence as far as your musical style goes? It's definitely extensive because, like, my dad, he's a DJ. So even though my mom raised me, I would still visit my dad in the summertime in Rochester. You know, I'm pretty sure people know 38 Special. You know, my dad used to record them back in the day. So when I'm in high school or middle school, I'm coming up, chilling in my dad's studio, watching these dudes and watching them grow. You know, of course, the Rochester scene, and then just growing up listening to, you know, mainstream hip hop like Outkast. And, you know, when I was a little, little kid, I used to listen to Easy E and NWA. So I listened to all that stuff. Being that I'm from upstate New York originally, of course, I listened to, you know, Dipset and D Block and Genius. But, uh, you know, I listen to everybody. You know what I mean? Like RB as well, a little bit of rock and roll here and there. Just, I try to, you know, listen to this good music in general. Oh, I can dig it. That, that that actually makes a lot of sense, and I can kind of tell. I guess that makes it makes it make sense that I can't pinpoint an influence because it's kind of a wide variety of things that go into making you who you are. So, yeah. not even tapping into it. Go ahead. No, I was saying your name is is very specific. So, what what's the what's like the the story behind your name? Um. Basically, like I started it with Murdoch Diego, and then because um, I just had to pick my own name, and Diego was like my Spanish name in high school when I took Spanish class, and um, this I just came over to Murdoch. This I think it was a basketball player at the time on NBA Jam named Murdoch that I used to play with, so that's how I came up with that. And I just shortened it to M. Diego, and like I said before, Doc stands for Donna Composition, you know, and the M stands for Melanated. Or you could take it back to the original or Dr. Diego. But um, that's pretty that's much dope. how I came with it. Oh, that is dope. Okay, so I guess the question, I guess the question I will ask, because you've done a collaborations with a lot of really dope artists. Um, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Who right. do you still want to work with that you haven't? Um, definitely want to work with uh Edo, you know, Spesh, you know, as far as producers like Chu. Um, or Najee Jordan, um, Chuck Chan. Like, it's, it's a lot of dope, you know, MCs and producers I would like to work with. Um, 
especially like you know mainstream you're, you're dope to work with some of your idols you know like method man or cameron or somebody like that you know what i mean that'd be dope too but um as far as underground like i said before this special you know and producers truth and anaje jordan you know chuck chan I could totally see that. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So as far as your personal experience, um, do you prefer recording or performing? Um, I, I like both, but uh, I definitely like recording this, this creating the music. You know what I mean, I, I do like performing, of course, but um, this, that whole process of just creating a project and then, you know, putting it together and hearing the finished work and then when you actually push it and, DJs and blogs pick it up and really, you know, like the music or whatnot. You know, it's this, this, you know, it's surreal. You know, I mean, that 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 feeling. It, that's why I always go back and create more. Like, I'm not stopping. I'm never stopping. Like, I got projects that's coming out this year. You know, like uh, with Master Conquer and Friends. You know, we did French Connection one and two. Now we about to drop three this year. And it's, you know, I'm just trying to keep my pen game sharp. You know, and I'm, it's a blessing I get to work with all these dope producers and MCs. So I'm just taking it to my advantage. Absolutely. I can see that. Okay, most definitely. Now, being that you are upstate, that you're from upstate, uh, the perception of a lot of people, especially in, in uh, underground hip-hop circles, that, is that because Griselda is doing so well, because Shane Noir is doing well, and 38, Darren Shane Noir is doing well, um, that it's putting more eyes on upstate. Have you noticed a, Have you noticed any uptick in your visibility since they started popping off? Is there, are there definitely like really more right. eyes up north right now, or is it kind of just what people assume? I, I would say so, because like, you know, just like I said before, my dad worked with a lot of these. This mad artists that didn't take off, that was just as dope. But um, just the opportunities, we got a lot of more blogs and radio stations pushing real, you know, hip hop music and underground rap. Plus it's like with upstate New York, it's like, it's so many talented people. Like you got a lot of producer MCs up here, like Special Ego, they make beats and they rap. So that definitely brings some attention to the town. And then you got artists like myself and, you know, Tony P, you got Azariah, Jay Hustle, you got the main rap, there's a lot of dope artists in Rochester. And like we all, you know, we cool with each other, we support each other, you know what I mean? And we push each other music, as well as cats that's not from Rochester, like GFM Black, Fifth Penny, Slipjack, and Jay Flizz. You know, I got a lot of dope homies all around the world, and um, we all support each other. And like we all say that, you know, the underground is thriving right now. And if these artists like us that's independent, and, you know, no, we're not the most known artists, but, you know, we're far from, you know, local. You know, we're far from the artists that's just trying to get heard. You know, we're really pushing our music. So you know, as far as upstate New York goes, I definitely feel like we had the most attention ever right now as far as upstate New York and their presence in you know, the music game is definitely the strongest in ever. I can totally agree with that because I can remember a point in time when we when we were here, um artists and they were saying it was from up up upstate and we'd be like, eh, okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. But like that, of course that's how it is definitely changing now. So I'm I'm gonna ask you some questions real fast. Like not real fast, but these are these are just random questions, but I, I think I think you'll you'll understand where I'm going with this. Okay, so uh Conway or Benny. Oh I'm gonna go with uh Benny. Okay. 
West Side Gunner, 38 special. Go 38. Shay Noir or Rhapsody? Oh, man. <laughs> right, for, right, for right now, I'm going to go with Shay Noir, but when Rhapsody was doing her thing, she was definitely like one of my favorite, you know, not just female artists, but just artists in general. But she kind of fell back. So I'm going to say Shay Noir. Shay Noir. Yeah, Shay, Shay's going crazy right now. Like, that's, that's a beautiful thing. I, I, I saw pictures of her getting married recently that was pretty dope um <laughs> man so i guess i guess the biggest question would be this if if there was a project if, you, if somebody asked uh some if nobody knew who you were if somebody walked in the room and said i don't know who m doc diego is i heard in the name i need you to play me one song that will tell me exactly who he is which song would you play for uh i would say um I would say Dark Brown Shade. That was off of Bobby and Huey. That was a real powerful song. And like I said, we didn't do no cussing on that. It's strictly conscious, but I mean, it was still catchy, you know what I mean? And the beats is real dope. But um, Dark Brown Shade, that, that definitely was on one of those ones. And you did say that project was dedicated to the Black Panthers. What made you do that? Um, my dad came up with the, the name, but like me, I always, you know, doing my research and learning my history and whatnot. So when he came to me with that idea, I just took off with it. You know, I was already feeling that type of energy anyway with just everything that was going on around that time. So that was just the perfect way to just focus and just get all that energy out on it, you know, as far as in my lyrics and whatnot. So um, definitely, it was definitely one of my you know, favorite projects that I put together. That makes perfect sense. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm actually going to go check that. I know I said I was going to go back and get the other Universal songs, there, but I think I want to hear that one first. Um, I'm, I'm also a big, a huge fan of the Black Panther Party. So, yeah, that's what I like to hear. Uh, I was a big fan of P.E. growing up. Like I said, I'm from Ohio, so I was a big fan of P.E. growing up. Um, Loved, I love conscious music still to this day. Like I always will. So that's a beautiful thing for me. Now, I know you did spend some time in North Carolina. When you were out there, like, what did you see? What do you see as being the main differences in the scene up in Rochester as opposed to what you observed in North Carolina? As far as music, yes. like growing, growing up, like, um, you know, it was Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Uh, the Clark family was cool with my, my mom's uh, mother. You know, on my mom's side, my grandmother, like they, they go back way back. But um, Doug Clark, he actually has a grand. So um, you know, it's it's a, it's talented musicians there as far as soul and that jazz type of music. Plus, you know, it's when I was coming up in high school, we did have you know like Taipu, that was a popping group in Chapel Hill, and it, it was a few oh, other. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, like it wasn't like it is now. I mean, like with 38 Special, and like they really doing the thing, and you know, going on world tours and stuff like that. And um, I would say that would be the difference as far as it's more opportunities now, and it's just it's way more artists that's really doing it, you know, on a major level. As far as in North Carolina, you know, what I mean, there's some artists that's doing it like that, but. It's not like uh, how however many it is up here in New York, I would say. 
I could dig it. I, I feel that. Yeah, I, I actually kind of knew the answer to that before I asked the question, but I just wanted to see if uh if you get if, uh, like that's popping like the baby and J. Cole and whatnot. But those that's big mainstream. Like as far as underground, you don't really see too much of that as far as popping on like on a 38 special Edo type level, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we got a few cats out of Carolina that's, that's doing it, but I, like, it's not. It's still not on that level. Yeah, it's like they're trying to grow to that point. So, I mean, um, man, I thank you so much for your insights. Like that, you actually, you actually have answered questions very differently than I anticipated. You <laughs> anticipated to be. Uh, I thought it'd be in tune. Plus, like, now I mean, I grew up down there, and you know, I always had stuck stuck with my roots as well as far as New York and. As far as you know, rock sets and hip hop scene, I was always cool with a lot of people up here as well. Oh man, yeah, that's see that, and that's that's the quality thing right there by you forging the relationships that you're forging all across the globe. When the time comes, you're already gonna be set up for it. So that's right. uh, man, that's you played it very smart, my brother. Absolutely. Man, I look forward to seeing what comes next. Absolutely, but you know how we do. We on sidebars. And you can't have it on this side without the bar. So if you don't mind, my brother, I, I know I actually be prepared. Uh, give the people a little something so they can see how you get that. All right, I got you. <clears throat> I said it's the dining composition. I'm on one and I'm holding my position. And I'm going to keep it 100 with everything I'm spitting. I'm venting. Feel like a secret agent. Getting money is the mission. Do you accept? Cast the checks, cast the buys. It's how I spend my checks. It's DOC. Switch that, flip that. Cash on delivery. Gotta cut the grass because the snakes are slithery. You will remember me. This way I hold, never break a fold. I'm here to take the gold because some get it for cheap. Some got it for days and some got it for weeks. We run away like gunshots and freaks. I'm dumb hot. This be the flood, the streets and people killed this. Coroners and white sheets. Get familiar by now, y'all know them. Fanboys, M. Doc, I roll with them. Know better than you gotta know them. Yeah, you gotta show them. No, we don't know them. Get familiar. Yo, that's what I'm talking about. You know, we don't know them. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what it do, M. Doc, my brother. Tell the people how they can find you online so they can follow you and stay up on what you're doing, man. Yeah, it's uh M. Diego. Also check out my bro Manzu Beats from Italy and um just all streaming platforms, Bandcamp. You know, you always could get the vinyls and whatnot on Manzu Beats Bandcamp page and just M. Diego as far as streaming platforms and social media. That's what it do. Hey, Panther Politics family, sidebars listeners, y'all make sure y'all check out M. Doc Diego. Make sure y'all go support Universal Tones 3. Make sure y'all check out Manzu Beats. I definitely plan on tapping in with him because he got some heaters from what I heard on Universal Tones 3. So I might need to tap him about getting some production at some point. So, hey, man, thank you so much. We got another Wednesday in the bag. Sidebars, Panther Politics podcast. M. Doc Diego in the building. I'm your host, Seven the Panther. We'll catch y'all later, family. Peace. Peace. Walk, I lit it up like